Epstein's network of scientist friends shows what's wrong with academia. Written by Luis Miguel. Thursday, August, 29, 2019. Even scientists come with a price tag. From Bill Clinton to Bill Richardson, the vast network of important political and business figures that made up the social circle of deceased accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein has fueled speculation about his ties to the deep state, and the deep state's affinity for pedophilia. We know that Epstein was a former member of the Globalist Council on Foreign Relations CFR, and its sister organization, the Trilateral Commission. We also know former Labor Secretary Alexander Acosta, who cut Epstein a generous non-prosecution plea deal back in 2007, said he did so because he was told the notorious financier belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. There's also the matter of Epstein's former girlfriend and alleged madam, Ghislaine Maxwell, whom the Daily Mail had reported to now be living with tech CEO and former CFR fellow Scott Borgerson. Maxwell is the daughter of deceased British newspaper magnate Robert Maxwell, who was suspected of being an agent for Israel's Mossad intelligence agency with ties to the CIA and MI6. And Les Wexner, the billionaire CEO founder of L Brands Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works who encouraged Epstein to join the CFR and is believed to be the true source of the mysterious money manager's wealth, is a well-known Republican donor whom George W. Bush appointed to serve in the honorary delegation to Jerusalem for Israel's 60th anniversary in 2008. But there's one area of Epstein's connections that has been given little attention, his contacts in the scientific community. A 2002 piece on Epstein published by New York Magazine makes note of his Salon of Brilliant Scientists, describing Epstein as bringing a trophy hunter's zeal to his collection of scientists and politicians. The article's author, Landon Thomas Jr., writes that it is his covey of scientists that inspires Epstein's true rapture. Epstein spends $20 million a year on them, encouraging them to engage in whatever kind of cutting edge research might attract their fancy. They are, of course, quite lavish in their praise in return. Gerald Edelman won the Nobel Prize for Physiology and Medicine in 1972 and now presides over the Neurosciences Institute in La Jolla. Jeff is extraordinary in his ability to pick up on quantitative relations, says Edelman. He came to see us recently. He is concerned with this basic question, is it true that the brain is not a computer? He is very quick. Another former member of the Epstein Academic Circle, psychologist and Harvard professor emeritus Stephen Koslin. One Koslin study that Epstein funded investigated whether Tibetan monks are capable of holding an image in their minds for 20 minutes. Koslin was candid about the accused pedophile's patronage. Just two months ago, I was talking to him about a new alternative to evolutionary psychology, he said of Epstein. He got excited and sent me a check. Epstein reportedly had a particularly close relationship with the Austrian biology and mathematics professor Martin Novak, formerly of Princeton and now director of the Program for Evolutionary Dynamics at Harvard. The relationship was so close that Epstein even introduced the scholar to Bill Clinton. Epstein talks to Novak about once a week and flies him around the country to his various homes to deliver impromptu lectures. Over the past three years, he has written $500,000 worth of checks to fund Novak's research. This past February, Epstein had Novak over for dinner at the 71st Street townhouse. It was just the two of them, not including the wait staff, and Novak, making use of a blackboard in the formal dining room, delivered a two-hour highly mathematical description of how language works. 
After dinner, Epstein asked if Novak wanted to meet up with his new friend President Clinton, and off they went to a nearby deli, where Clinton regaled the starstruck former Oxford professor with tales from his own Oxford days. Epstein also befriended Danny Hillis, an MIT-educated computer scientist whose company, Thinking Machines, was at the forefront of the supercomputing world in the 80s, and who used to run R&D at Walt Disney Imagineering. Hillis spoke highly of Epstein's mental abilities. He has something a physicist would call physical intuition. Hillis said. He knows when to use the math and when to throw it away. If I had acted upon all the investment advice he has been giving me over the years, I'd be calling you from my Gulfstream right now, from climate change to evolution and beyond. The scientific community and academia often push research that seems to support the socialist globalist political agenda, silencing contrary evidence and ostracizing researchers who come to dissenting conclusions. When criticized, scientists fire back that they are objective searchers of truth uncorrupted by petty motivations such as politics or financial self-interest. Yet Jeff Epstein's cozy relationship with a number of prominent academics shows a much different reality. By all appearances, some scientists are like politicians, they love the good life and will happily accept free cash, expensive dinners, and luxurious trips on private jets. The question is, in exchange for what? Can we trust the findings of such scientists? Can they honestly say that the lavish gifts from benefactors such as Epstein don't affect their work? We rightfully raise an eyebrow when we see elected officials, the men we trust to make our laws, being wined and dined by members of the money elite. Shouldn't we be equally suspicious when we see scientists, the men we trust to tell us how the natural world works, being courted in the same way? Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.